So, I, do you know anything about what happened or the ruling? I know. I, I basically saw a headline. That's pretty much it. Okay. So, essentially, the ruling was, and I actually have a quote from it or from somebody that was a part of it. So, I'm going to that right now. Essentially, the Supreme Court unanimously agreed with the players that there are no restrictions on benefits that schools can give to players as long as they're education related, aka school internships, computers, abroad opportunities. Although this ruling is not a pay for play uh, doctorate, so it's not setting a standard for pay for play. In other words, meaning that the you know they're getting. Uh, the money they them. should get from play. <laughs> yeah. So, but what it does mean is that there can now no longer be restrictions that would inhibit, you know, educational opportunities to athletes because of NCA regulations as far as what schools can give or uh, uh, basically present to athletes. So, like I said, things like computers, for example. If, you know, obviously receiving a computer, if you're somebody who is comes from a poor neighborhood and you have a scholarship to play football at this university or whatever, you probably also don't have the money to afford things like getting a, a really nice computer to help you through school. Things like that can now be afforded to the player without penalty uh, from the organizations. And that's what the Supreme Court was ruling on. And oh they ruled God, unanimously. Yeah, that was restricted before. Dylan, at one point, they had a restriction that players, if they got a bagel, could not put jelly on the bagel. They could receive cream cheese, though. That was a literal... That At one point, what? that was a restriction. Why? Like, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not kidding, Dylan. That was That's how restrictive the NCAA has been. And that's how why this landmark type of decision for the NCAA is huge. Because... And actually, if you read... If you read... Uh, I don't know if you want to pull up on Google on the side for yourself so you can read them. Um, George uh, or George Judge Kavanaugh uh, came out with some just straight like blasting the NCAA statements that are incredible and sum up pretty much the entire conversation surrounding the NCAA and why this, you know, everybody's basically against them. And he basically, if you read some of his quotes, they're just incredible. I don't know if you want to read, if you have them pulled up and you want to read them out loud, because they're just Yeah, amazing. I got one. Nowhere Go else. Ahead. Okay, first of all, I need to figure out about that jelly thing. That's that's crazy. And again, I hate these semantic games because we all know there have been so many instances of people getting paid under the table to get paid and like or to go to colleges and stuff. Like the yeah. ridiculous penny pinching of these stupid rules like that, when people are probably getting paid thousands of dollars regardless, and people can, can't get computers. Come on, man. Disgusting. Anyways, um, nowhere else in America can businesses get away with agreeing not to pay their workers a fair market rate on the theory that their product is defined by not paying their workers a fair market rate, he wrote. And under ordinary and under ordinary principles of antitrust law, it is not evident why college sports should be any different. Uh, yep. Let's see what else this article's got for free. Not much yeah, else a, here. There's another. There's another great quote by him too that sums up the entire situation on like basically, on like the uh, what the like the NCAA basically has taken advantage of their the athletes. There's another great quote that he said. I don't know if you have that too. Um. 
maybe this one, uh, college presidents, athletic directors, coaches, conference commission, uh, commissioners, NCAA executives take in six and seven figure salaries. Colleges build lavish new facilities, but the student athletes who generate the revenues, many of whom are African, uh, African American and from lower income backgrounds end up with little or nothing. Very yep. true. That was the quote that that entire quote that's it's a longer quote but that entire quote right there would that includes that statement is incredible because it sums up the entire ncaa and why it's been such a issue and a hot button topic because people don't realize that like as much as the, i'm i'm gonna die hard ohio state fan ohio state's football team is worth 1.5 billion dollars still that <laughs> is more money than many 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 organizations within the nba nfl uh you know literally any major sport the amount of teams that that they're worth more is ridiculous i think at alabama at one point there was a statement that was basically every player is worth almost like 500 million or something like that or or it was no it was like every player is worth almost 50 million like it's such a shame that they can't afford to pay their players because it costs so much to run a college football program you know yeah, well, and they also hide behind. That's the other thing, too, is the NCAA likes to hide behind statements that they'll throw out almost as like roadblocks. You know, it's like you're running down the thing and then you just throw stuff in front of you. Like the one of the statements that they said was, uh, um, you know, like a lot of things they'll say is, is like, you know, well, you know, the money that's made from the football program goes towards the other programs. And it's like, yeah, OK, you know how much money you make overall in like on a team i mean i just laid out that how much money ohio state's worth and they're not even the most the highest valued franchise uh in the last year or so as far as college football so the fact that that's a statement that's going to be said and then you know they also throw out the uh the word of amateur or uh, amateurism and whether you know they're amateurs and stuff like that that's another just crap statement because the players you know i'm not saying you need to go out here and pay players uh, a bunch of money to play for your team because that's going to obviously create problems for bigger universities recruiting players over smaller universities. I get that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that those athletes should be at least privy to a lot of you know they should at least feel that what the production that they're putting in in bringing or they're getting from their play, such as providing them with laptops, providing them with you know. Uh, uh, proper uh, room and board, uh, providing them with proper meals and proper, uh, you know, equipment, providing them with, you know, amenities, things like that. They can at least feel the fact that they're as important as they are to the organization as far as money goes. And a lot of times that's what people miss is that athletes come in from small, you know, communities that are poor and this is their opportunity. This is what's getting them out of, you know, whatever community they grew up in is their athletic ability and then when they get to a university guess what they don't have the money to pay for things like you know any amenity that any college kid would like or would want to be afforded you know that's i mean it's gross yeah it's yeah like they dylan it was an incredible issue at ohio state about 12 now about 15 years ago where Terrell Pryor, the quarterback at the time, had gone with a couple athletes. I don't know if you remember this story. Had gone with a couple athletes. So at Ohio State, when you play that school up north, you get there's like trophies or little trinkets that you get if you win and stuff like that. You get from those things. They sold those. They traded those to a tattoo artist for some tattoos. 
it was such a massive issue that the coach had to leave the team and was basically let go and that was it his career was over and those players were like blackballed and there was like all kinds of it was like oh my god i can't believe what these players did at ohio state literally traded a couple items they received from those games for tattoos because guess what they couldn't pay for them themselves and guess what they're college kids and they want to do things and they want to get things done like any other college kid in the entire universe so yeah that was a massive issue 15 years ago like a crazy massive uh jim trussell the coach at the time was basically had to leave the university and was basically like his career was over at that point he never got a job after that that was you know significant enough i mean he was you know yeah that was that was the hot button issue that's wow yeah no i i i thought they got those things already i thought like for the most part they were room to board you know fed obviously that laptops provided anything that i thought i thought they got the whole suite along with the scholarship and everything i didn't think this was up for contention honestly no there's because there's so many restrictions that the ncaa puts basically on what the university can give to athletes um that you know because and they like i said they cite things like you know well it helps to create a fair environment for all universities involved and it's like yeah okay well the university providing an internship for certain for athletes to pursue their career outside of athletics because guess what majority of the players in ncaa don't make it to the you know the, the pros they don't make a career out of their athletics they make a career out of whatever they're going to school for and they use their athletics to get there and so when those internships and things like that are rejected because that would be potentially the school giving them, you know, showing favoritism or giving them extra things or, you know, whatever you want to, you know, whatever the NCAA basically used to justify why it was ruled, you know, against them is what used to happen. And this ruling basically says like, Hey, you are a hundreds of billions of dollar organization in the NCAA that brings in a ridiculous amount of money every year and guess what? Coaches are being paid $10 million a year, six, $8 million a year, you know? And then, you know, colleges will say like, you know, well, how do we, uh, you know, how do we, you know, I have the money to provide these extra things to the players. And it's like, uh, you know, well, maybe, uh, maybe you should have saved for a rainy day. How about that? <laughs> how about, how about that statement that gets thrown out against every other single person that, you know, exists when something happens, when this whole COVID thing happened and businesses and the government was like, you know, well, you know, you should have saved for six months in advance. And it's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, when did you want me to do that? When I was $120,000 in debt from college? <laughs> yeah. Let me just go ahead and throw six months of my salary into a savings account and not pay, you know, everything else that I have to do. So it's I'm, just, are we really go going to pretend like you can't establish a certain standard across the NCAA and then f- siphon off a bunch of money in a percentage format or something from like an Alabama and Ohio state, and then use those funds provided for those smaller universities to still provide athletes with what they're supposed to get. Like, come on. Dylan, this is, this is an NCAA that's discussing also to expand the college football playoff, which would guess what? Generate more revenue. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens when you have a tournament. Then all of a sudden, you know, the, March Madness tournament generates a ridiculous amount of revenue for the NCAA. Guess what? The college football playoff expanding to 12 teams. You can say all you want about saving, you know, about how it includes for other teams and it's inclusive and it's better and it should happen. 
But guess what? The bottom line is, is everything money talks and motivation for this to build to a 12 play, you know, 12 team tournament is to up the popularity of the NCAA football world and to also generate more income from those games that are going to be televised and tickets and all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Trust me, they're not they're not hurting or they're not making that decision for the players. And, you know, those players at Cincinnati that didn't have an opportunity to play in the playoff or those players at UCF that didn't have the play, they're not thinking about them. They're <laughs> thinking about the money that's going to be generated from having this tournament created, as well as, re, you know, rekindling some of the popularity that they've lost in the past years because it's the same teams over and over again in the playoff. That also is what they're thinking about is the money that they're going to get from that. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, in the same, in literally the same time that they're complaining or they're trying to fight uh, this in the Supreme Court to to basically keep their money, they're also discussing expanding which uh, the playoff, which would generate a ton more money. So that's what the NCAA has been in its, you know, for years and years and years. And everybody's been like, at some point, they're going at some point, this is going to come to a head. At some point, they're going to reach uh, you know, a breaking point, or there's going to be a punishment, or there's going to be some kind of, you know, something that they're going to, they're going to feel. And finally, you know, it's, hey, finally it's come. The bell has been told and here we go. Yeah. At this point, if you're still on the side of the NCAA, shouldn't pay athletes or at least equip them in a curtain way. Like that's the most bootlegger stance I can honestly come up with. I mean, I, you, again, the simplest plan, the cheapest plan is establishing a standard to make it competitive across all different leagues or whatever. So at least people have laptops and they are able to get an education should they actually choose to take advantage of that opportunity. Many won't. They probably won't. They should have the opportunity and be equipped to do so and make that decision. I mean, that's like, that's literally bottom line. The greed knows no bounds to be able to properly actually supply these people and these, uh, like these athletes, but just literally, you know, it basics and stuff and yeah you could be like oh well they already get a free ride and everything and all this stuff and be like yeah okay again the alternative is just like okay are you really arguing for the ncaa to hoard more millions of dollars i don't yeah. care it's not going to affect my life yeah maybe it'll be better for them and they'll feel like oh you got screwed over because you're not an athlete in the ncaa or whatever i'm sorry that's not how it works or whatever if you're generating that much revenue and you're actually making that big of a difference they do in a way deserve that yeah, you, yeah, they get to screw up off in classes maybe or whatever and still make it big in the NBA, NFL, whatever it might be. But that's kind of just how the world works. It shouldn't still be argued on behalf of for the NCAA to hoard even more of what they clearly do not need if they're already trying to drive, uh, generate more revenue just off the bat. So, Well, and boom. here's another thing too to think about is Chris Sims, uh, who I love. I love Chris Sims listening to him sometimes he's a little ridiculous but most of the time he's great and he said it perfectly and he said one of the things that always rubbed him wrong was if you go and look at scrimmages and the the uh, spring scrimmage that is always marketed and showed by teams people have to pay to go to that event and they pay guess who the university and then what happens at that event is when those players are done with the scrimmage, they have to sit there for like six hours and sign autographs for all the people that paid to go to the event. Guess who has to sit there and sign the autographs? The players. Guess who makes the money from the ticket sales of those people that those 
you know, autographs are being signed for the university. Guess what happens if one of those players decides to go and get a dollar for one autograph outside of that in trouble immediately from the NCAA because it's against the rules. Literally Scrooge McDuck behavior. Yeah, <laughs> like that athlete could walk out and say he could send out a tweet that says, you know, five dollar autographs I'm signing in, you know, the mall this, you know, tonight at eight o'clock. The NCAA, he's going to be punished because of it, because you can't receive any money for, you know, your autograph or anything like that. That's why the image and likeness issue is something that is, you know, it coming to a head finally, because it's crap like that, where the university is going to make a ridiculous amount of money off of them signing autographs at the scrimmage and people paying tickets to go to that. But then if they try to go get you know, some of that money for themselves by signing autographs outside of hours that they're even at the university. This is on their own personal time that they would have to do this, you know, outside of all the practice hours and stuff that they have to be there at the, as well as classes. If they went to go on their personal time to do that, guess what? They would be fined. They'd be in trouble. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about with the NCAA. So if literally, like you said, if anybody supports the NCAA at this point um, and makes the argument, you know, and again, it's guess what? We're, you know, capitalism runs the country and, you know, you have to live and die with that then. And guess what? In a world where these players are generating billions of dollars for the NCAA as well as their company, you know, their universities, they deserve at some point some small percentage of that pie at least in order to, you know, recoup everything that they're bringing in. Because guess what? The NCAA is selling a product, and that product is those players. 